0: Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Week 20, Day 1 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're in 2 Samuel, Chapter 6, 1 Chronicles 13, Psalm 60, and Acts, Chapter 23. But before we begin the reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy God and Father, we are grateful that you protect your servants that even in times when we are struggling on our own, but we know we can trust in you especially to give us spiritual comfort, we know, Father, that we have a hope far beyond this life, and that is much greater than anything that can happen to us here. We pray, Father, that you would help us always to keep that in mind, help us to push on, and always be faithful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, let's begin the reading. In Second Samuel chapter 6, David again gathered all the chosen men in Israel, 30,000. David got up and went and all the people who were with him from Baal Judah to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called the name, the name of Yahweh of hosts, upon which the cherubim sit. They loaded the ark of God on a new utility cart, and they carried it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Now Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were driving the new utility cart along. So they brought it out from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill with the Ark of God, and Ahio was going before the Ark. Now David and all the house of Israel were dancing before Yahweh with all kinds of musical instruments made from ash trees, and with zithers, harps, tambourines, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon— Uzzah reached out to the ark of God and took hold of it, because the oxen had stumbled. Then the anger of God was kindled against Uzzah, and God struck him down there because of the indiscretion, and he died there beside the ark of God. David was angry, because Yahweh had burst out against Uzzah, and he called the place Perez Uzzah until this day. But David feared Yahweh on that day and said, How can the ark of Yahweh come to me? However, David was not willing to bring the Ark of Yahweh to himself, to the city of David, so David caused it to turn to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. So the Ark of Yahweh remained in the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite for three months, and Yahweh blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. It was told to King David, Yahweh has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and all that is his because of the Ark of God. So David went and brought up the Ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with jubilation. It happened when the carriers of the Ark of Yahweh had marched six steps, that he sacrificed an ox and a fatling. Now David was dancing with all his might before Yahweh, and David was wearing a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel were bringing up the Ark of Yahweh with shouts of joyful acclaim, and with the sound of the trumpet. It happened that when the Ark of Yahweh came into the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down through the window, and saw King David leaping and dancing before Yahweh, and she despised him in her heart. They brought the ark of Yahweh and set it in its place in the middle of the tent which David had pitched for it. Then David offered up burnt offerings and fellowship offerings in the presence of Yahweh. When David had finished from the sacrificing of the burnt offerings and the fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of Yahweh of hosts. Then he distributed to all the people, to all the multitude of Israel, from man to woman to each— one ring-shaped piece of bread, one cake of dates, and one cake of raisins, and all the people went each to his house. When David returned to bless his household, Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David. She said, How the king of Israel honored himself today by uncovering himself before the eyes of the maids of his servants as the total exposure of a worthless one. So David said to Michael, In the presence of Yahweh, who chose me over your father and over his household, to appoint me as leader over the people of Yahweh, over Israel, I have celebrated before Yahweh. I will demean myself again more than this, and I will be abased in my eyes. But in the maids whom you mentioned, with them I will be honored. So for Michael, the daughter of Saul, she had no child until the day of her death. 1 Chronicles chapter 13 And David consulted with the commanders of thousands and hundreds with every leader. And David said to the assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you and before Yahweh our God, let us send word abroad to our brothers who remain in all the land of Israel, and to the priests and Levites with them in their cities, with their pasture lands, that they might be gathered to us. Then let us bring around the ark of our God to us, for we did not seek it in the days of Saul." And all the assembly agreed to do so, for the word was pleasing in the eyes of all the people. And David summoned all Israel from Shihor of Egypt up to Libo hamath to bring the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim. And David and all Israel went up to Bela, Kiriath-Jerim of Judah, to bring up from there the ark of Yahweh God who is enthroned between the cherubim, which is called the name. And they carried the ark of God upon a new cart from the house of Abinadab, and Uzzah and Ahio were driving the cart. Now David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their strength, and with songs, lyres, harps, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets. And when they came to the threshing floor of Kidan, Uzzah reached out his hand to hold the ark, because the cattle had stumbled. And Yahweh was angry with Uzzah, and he struck him down, because he had reached his hand upon the ark." And he died there before God. And David was angry because Yahweh had broken out in wrath against Uzzah. And that place is called Perez uzzah unto this day. And David feared God on that day, saying, How can I bring the ark of God home to me? So David did not move the ark to himself into the city of David, but diverted it to the house of Obed-Edom the Gittite. And the ark of God remained with the household of Obed-Edom in his house three months, And Yahweh blessed the household of Obed-Edom and all that he had. All right, now let's read Psalm 60. For the music director, according to Shushan Edith, a miktam of David, to teach, when he fought Mesopotamia and Aram Zobah, and Joab returned and struck Edom in the Valley of Salt twelve thousand persons. O God, you have rejected us, you have broken us, you have been angry, restore us. You have made the land quake, you have split it open. Heal its fissures, because it totters. You have shown your people hard things, you have given us wine that staggers. You have rallied those who fear you round a banner out of bowshot, Selah, so that your beloved ones may be rescued. Save us by your right hand and answer us. God has spoken in his holiness, I will rejoice, I will divide up Shechem, and portion out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine, and Ephraim is the helmet for my head. Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washing pot. Over Edom I will cast my sandal. On account of me, O Philistia, raise a shout. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have not you yourself rejected us, O God, and not gone out with our armies, O God? Give us help against the adversary, for the help of humankind is futile. Through God we will do valiantly." And it is he who will tread down our enemies. All right, now let's read Acts chapter 23. And looking intently at the Sanhedrin, Paul said, Men and brothers, I have lived my life in all good conscience before God to this day. So the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near him to strike his mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is going to strike you, you whitewash wall. And are you sitting there judging me according to the law, and acting contrary to the law, do you order me to be struck? And those who stood nearby said, Are you reviling the high priest of God? And Paul said, I did not know, brothers, that he was the high priest, for it is written, You must not speak evil of a ruler of your people. Now when Paul realized that one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he shouted out in the Sanhedrin, Men and brothers, I am a Pharisee, a son of Pharisees. I am being judged concerning the hope and the resurrection of the dead. And when he said this, a dispute developed between the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. For the Sadducees say there is no resurrection or angel or spirit, but the Pharisees acknowledge them all. And there was loud shouting, and some of the scribes from the party of the Pharisees stood up and contended sharply, saying, We find nothing wrong with this man, but what if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? And when the dispute became severe, the military tribune, fearing lest Paul be torn apart by them, ordered the detachment to go down, take him away from their midst, and bring him into the barracks. And the next night the Lord stood by him and said, Have courage, for as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. And when it was day, the Jews made a conspiracy and bound themselves under a curse, saying they would neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. Now there were more than forty who had made this conspiracy, who went to the chief priests and the elders, and said, We have bound ourselves under a curse to partake of nothing until we have killed Paul. Therefore now you, along with the Sanhedrin, explain to the military tribune that he should bring him down to you, as if you were going to determine more accurately the things concerning him, and we are ready to do away with him before he comes near." But when the son of Paul's sister heard about the ambush, he came and entered into the barracks and reported it to Paul. So Paul called one of the centurions and said, Bring this young man to the military tribune because he has something to report to him. So he took him and brought him to the military tribune and said, The prisoner Paul called me and asked me to bring this young man to you because he has something to tell you. And the military tribune, taking hold of his hand and withdrawing privately, asked, What is it that you have to report to me? And he said, The Jews have agreed to ask you that you bring Paul down to the Sanhedrin to-morrow, as if they were going to inquire somewhat more accurately concerning him. You therefore do not be persuaded by them, because more than forty men of their number are lying in wait for him, who have bound themselves under a curse neither to eat nor to drink until they have done away with him. And now they are ready, waiting for you to agree. So the military tribune sent the young man away, directing him, Tell no one that you have revealed these things to me. And he summoned two of the centurions and said, Make ready from the third hour of the night two hundred soldiers, and seventy horsemen, and two hundred spearmen, in order that they may proceed as far as Caesarea, and provide mounts, so that they can put Paul on them and bring him safely to Felix the governor. He wrote a letter that had this form, Claudius Lysias, to His Excellency, Governor Felix, Greetings! This man was seized by the Jews and was about to be killed by them, when I came upon them with the detachment and rescued him, because I learned that he was a Roman citizen. And because I wanted to know the charge for which they were accusing him, I brought him down to their Sanhedrin. I found he was accused concerning controversial questions of their law, but having no charge deserving death or imprisonment. And when it was made known to me that there would be a plot against the man, I sent him to you immediately, also ordering his accusers to speak against him before you. Therefore the soldiers, in accordance with their orders, took Paul and brought him to Antipatris during the night. And on the next day they let the horsemen go on with him, and they returned to the barracks. The horsemen, when they came to Caesarea and delivered the letter to the governor, also presented Paul to him. So after reading the letter and asking what province he was from and learning that he was from Cilicia, he said, I will give you a hearing whenever your accusers arrive also, giving orders for him to be guarded in the praetorium of Herod. All right, that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the word of God.